Welcome to a new episode of Honest and Mean, but not too obscene. So, a uh, special shout out to uh, our friend. Um, they call you Ronnie on your podcast, which we're going to plug into. This. So, we're going to call you Ronnie as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Ronnie has a podcast. Uh, with a friend of hers called the Pod Sisters. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a cool name. Um, not sure if it's taken. They're not sure either. But. We googled it, and the last post with a Pod Sister name on it was from 2015. So we're gonna we're gonna go with that for now. That's that's fair. That's fair. Do you wanna sort of describe what that's about and all that? Oh man, we have one episode of, I don't know if we have a podcast, but um, basically my friend Megan and I are, have been in a long distance friendship since we were 14. Wow. Um, yeah, yes. and we have, we think, very interesting conversations online. Um, so we decided to record and our target audience is ourselves in the future. So if no one listens, that's great. But if people enjoy it, that's wonderful. <laughs> um, but yeah, we talk about language and uh, we're both like, she's Catholic and I'm Protestant. So we talk about faith. We talk about like culture, uh, social issues, whatever comes up. Okay. Very nice. So, so podcasts that keep you entertained then just we'll start from there. Have you been listening to any? So my favorite at the moment is this couple who also run a YouTube channel, like a family mm. YouTube channel. Their podcast is called How Married Are You? Oh. Okay. It's just... That sounds familiar, it's, actually. Really? It's yeah. just funny. <laughs> like, yeah. And they, like, answer questions from, like, people send them in, like, relationship questions and stuff. And some have the most, like... I don't know if ratchet is a politically correct word, but like, I don't know what's going on in people's lives. <laughs> goggle box, right? Like goggle box. It's low key, yeah. It's like, oh, some people need help. And then they like try to give their insight because they've been married like 11 years. It's maybe yeah. a long time. Uh, it's all basically from their experience rather than yeah. being sort of marriage counselors or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So they're clear. They're not marriage counselors, but okay. uh, they give their experience. They have like four kids. Um, I think they live in California and the dad runs a YouTube channel uh, about like inspiring, particularly African-American fathers and giving a positive example of an African-American family. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Well, so would you say that people who are not married will enjoy it well yeah i think they talk about like funny things their kids have done they end each podcast with like how married are you and they tell a story about married life with each other mm. and sometimes it's like you were doing some crazy things around the house and i know you're trying to help so i didn't say anything <laughs> okay like and they come on the podcast right yeah yeah okay so that's how married are you yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And where do you, where can you listen to that? Is Everywhere, it on I think. Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple. I watch it on listen to an Apple podcast. Uh, they record the video of them recording the podcast as well, so it's on YouTube. 
but does it make a difference to you when you listen to podcasts if you have like the actual video do you think that sort of helps you enjoy normally normally no normally like pod, if i want a podcast i want to listen to it while doing something else but this one sometimes they have their baby with them oh, okay okay <laughs> love a good baby mm. <laughs> on a yeah. podcast we've never had a baby on our podcast someone Listen, um, that's what because I'm Because all our guests, <laughs> as well as the both of us, are, what, in the early 20s, <laughs> you know, and not married. No, but I can think of a few people. just got into relationships. I can think of a few people with babies, but I cannot think of many people who are married. No, no. Actually, I, really. I mean, specifically, but I can get, I, we can have someone on with kids. You know people with kids, but babies. Just the, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I can't supply so, that. Mm. Sort of. this, you need to diversify. Really. <laughs> that's, true, that's true. Let's have Dave on here. Dave, uh, oh, yes. he gets, oh, he gets yeah. his kid on weekends. Yeah, well, it's, I'm very open to having people on because yeah, let's do it. it's always more fun. I remember when we first got ready and it was just like I was entertained while yeah. we were recording, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for saying I'm not entertaining, but okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just used to you, you know? Like, <laughs> she, 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 gave it that, she gave it that, oh no, laugh, oh no. <laughs> I mean, to spice it up and get somebody new on, I won't say no. That's all this I'm is, saying. This all is right. the banter I hear on your podcast all the time, so seeing it in person <laughs> is something else. <laughs> this is special. Anyways. <laughs> Veronica, do you have any more podcast recommendations that you would like to shout out or shall we swiftly move on to listen to lots of things? <laughs> Women's Hour from the BBC is in podcast form. That's a radio show. Okay. Um, but they upload like the whole radio show is uh, it's long. It's like an hour and a half or something like that. But that's mm -hmm. on podcast and it comes out every weekday. And then on Saturday they do like a summary of the what's interesting that week that's okay that's quite like a nice thing to have in the background because they do lots of stories about just things relating to women in the uk and i don't know, appreciate that see i was always very sort of jealous of people that can listen to something while doing something else i mm. was i really like tidying up throwing stuff um out even if it's not meant to be thrown out like i really enjoy that but i cannot watch a tv show listen to anything i need silence mm. like i don't know what it is me and the stuff i'm sorting out you know like be it nail polishes according to color or whatever i cannot have anything else that's that's the relaxing part of the day you know so uh. I, like i always wish i could listen to podcasts because i would be able to listen to a lot of stuff while i'm doing something else but mm -hmm. i just can't i get so like distracted so would you rather listen to like a watch a video if there was a video version and a podcast version, you'd rather do the video version. Yes, I think so. Well, mm -hmm. I would listen to a podcast while I'm going on a walk, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't consider a walk a task, you know? Like, I'm still doing something, but I don't need to use my brain power that much. But if I'm doing something else, no way I can be having any sort of sound. Like, I can't be on a phone call to anyone. Mm. Like, I just like doing the thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Same with studying, like I was always very jealous that people can listen to music and study because mm -hmm. that makes it sound so much fun. I can't <laughs> do that. I can't do that either. I, I discovered... I, yeah, go on. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, no, finish that thought. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I have to listen to something as I do something else. Yeah. Because there's a part of my brain that's always going. So if the, and if I let that part go that I'm studying, like I'm gonna be distracted. So the mm. music is to distract the part of my brain <laughs> that is gonna distract me. Okay. All right. Mm. Oh, so you don't have the space to be like planning where you're going to eat or remembering. Yeah, oh, I'll just okay. Gotcha. Drifting. Yeah. I was going to say, I discovered that a lot of people, and I can do this, and I've been doing this for years, that a lot of people can't listen to, so a lot of people can listen to music while studying, but they can't listen to music where someone sings while studying. Okay, so instrumental is fine. Mm. I, yeah. I don't, I like, to me, I can, like, it just comes easy to me, you know, like. Oh, no. Yeah, I sing along while studying, I don't mind. <laughs> I wish. See, for me, okay, instrumental, maybe, yes. Okay, like some calm yoga tunes. Okay, yeah, maybe. But even then, like silence is a thing. I've, I know it sounds so weird, but I've been into earplugs. Like, since I went to Spain and I had neighbors who, I think, like to listen to the TV, like, woo, quite loud. And I could not sleep, so I started using earplugs. And then when I would be on the tube and I would be reading, I would put the earplugs in. And I realized I came back to the UK and earplugs are still my thing, you know. This smallest little sound, my sleep is not the same. So I sleep with earplugs. Um, I don't know if how healthy that is, but that's something that works. Like I need silence. You know, like to the point when you crack your neck and it feels like it cracked inside your head. Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> inside information. <laughs> inside it to Magda's brain. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm very particular with sound. But anyways, going back to you, Veronica, since you are the star of the show. Oh, no. <laughs> have you been watching anything? Do you find, like, TV shows, movies, relaxing? Yeah, I'm not. Okay, so right now it's kind of busy. So it's, like, podcasts and sometimes YouTube channels. Um, but when I have time, Netflix. Uh, I have a list of unwatched documents, like, series or documentaries on my Netflix list um, and animes. What is the like big one? And the theme of babies, <laughs> there is a babies documentary, <laughs> which I haven't started, but I really want to. Um, there's a one on dogs. <laughs> okay. Is this all on Netflix? Is this part of the Explain it's, series? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, the dogs one is like, I watched the first episode and cried a lot and now I have to like space them out. Um, <laughs> it's like they do um, stories of different dogs and how they've like impacted the lives of their owners. I see. So the first, okay. first one was on like a service dog for a like little girl who has a disease I can't remember, but she, oh, epilepsy, I think. Right. Yeah. Things like that. Okay. Cool. That's more when you actually have time, yeah. right? Yeah. That you... That's like you have an hour. It's chill time. I want to knit. I want to mend my clothes. Okay. What ha have you seen though? Like it's in, it's in the past. What have now. I seen? Mm. I have watched Ugly Delicious through twice. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, huh? I didn't catch Ugly, Ugly Delicious. Ugly Delicious. What? What's that? Hold on. Um, this sounds familiar. Yeah, because someone I've definitely texted you about it. <laughs> okay, that's that's probably why. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a food show. Uh, yeah. 
yeah oh, each right. episode oh. is on like a different type of food so like tacos pizza like food that's not technically like usually considered beautiful okay mm. and is that on netflix that's it on is. netflix okay. this is all on netflix <laughs> okay perfect. sorry i'm i'm like going through the episode now you know what i'm watching that you told yeah, me yeah, it was on my watch list and i never got got to it it's good it's good uh Salt, fat, acid, heat is another good one. That's only four episodes. Ooh, what's that about? Uh, it's by this cook who like is really passionate about teaching people at home to cook. So her theory is that you just need to master four elements and you can cook anything. So salt, fat, acid, heat. So she goes to different places that embody like salt. She goes to Japan, fat, she goes to Italy, acid, she goes to Mexico. And I think heat is in her own house. Okay. See, I don't watch cooking shows on Netflix at all. I usually go to YouTube, you know, as the source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I've been it's nightmares out. on YouTube. Netflix has had, like, some... Uh, I mean, not. I'm not a kitchen nightmares person. <laughs> That's stress. <laughs> stress I don't need in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Netflix has come out with, like, a few cooking, like, travel shows, food travel shows, and, like, street food is on Netflix um, and then yeah these like food insight social commentary kind of shows have come out recently probably because I'm clicking on one and it just gives me all of them you know how the algorithm works see but we were actually talking to Irene and she was saying mm-hmm. that sometimes she watches something good and she wish she wishes Netflix would like recommend her more of a similar type mm-hmm. but instead she logs into netflix and it's like hello this is the 10 shows that are most watched at the moment they are trendy you should watch them too i'm not interested at all but you should watch them i know it's like love is blind that was a period love is blind greeted me every day for like mm-hmm. three weeks and it's just no i don't want to watch love is blind thank you yeah but it still pops up but I'm yeah. very intrigued. I will definitely search for more cooking shows on Netflix. <laughs> so are cooking shows your thing? Like, is this something that you... Food things, food-related things. Yeah? Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> I mean, I used to spend hours just watching Kitchen Nightmares and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> Kitchen Nightmares food shows. I don't, that's a very tenuous link. <laughs> that's, that is true. But it's still hilarious. Like... I used to watch um, MasterChef uh, Australia. That was, that was, I enjoyed that. MasterChef Australia is, like, I see clips that is, mm-hmm. like, good. I guess a lot of Asians, a lot of Southeast Asians, so they cook dishes I like. <laughs> okay. But do you guys remember, uh, his name was Buddy Velastro, and he was a cake guy? Mm. There, I used really to watch that back in Poland, and he's still doing his thing, you know, um, and it was like a family business and he would make these like crazy cakes people would order like super tall or certain shape no doesn't sound familiar the name sounds familiar but the, the show itself familiar. no yeah yeah and he's still apparently doing a thing like i saw some news somewhere oh shit yeah 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 yeah. i know this guy remember by the last yeah his show is still running or Oh, no. I know that face, yeah. I don't know if it's the show, but I think he was asked to make a cake for, like, some sort of, like, big deal celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's, like, he's still relevant, which is crazy oh, yeah, because yeah, that yeah, was... yeah, yeah, Cake Boss, I remember the show. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, 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 that's it. I know Kate Boss. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Do you guys remember, I don't know if it was a thing, um, Nigella? Nigella Lawson. Yeah. Ni mm -hmm. Nigella, I remember she was one of the very first few people that I started watching. And I would, like, she would mention something, and me, like, I was, what, 10, 12? And I was like, oh my god, that sounds so cool. And I would try to find it. And I remember going on a holiday and being like, mom, we definitely need to get a lemon curd. Like, looking back now, it's not a big deal. But, like, lemon curd is not a thing that we use in Polish baking, you know? Like, we do a lot of, like, cream stuff, cake, um, cheesecakes, um, and that. But she was making a lot of pies, and she would... And I was just like, wow, this is so amazing. And I found it on holiday and I got it. And it was the, be the, the highlight of the holiday that I found lemon curd, you know? And it was in Sweden. It wasn't even like in the UK where it came from. But yeah, she was one of the very first few people that I was like, wow, this is fascinating, you know? Like I found my thing. Nigella Lawson. Wow, I, I feel like I know a few people who have that feeling about Nigella Lawson. I mean, I don't feel as strongly about her now, but back then, I remember there was the thing about like how her shows are just so, like, she makes cooking look so attractive because it's all edited so nicely. Her pantry was always nice and sorted. She would in her like slippers going to the kitchen always for like a evening snack using the leftovers. I was in love. The lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, I was in love. Yeah. It's weird how they like market these things to you because I was watching Julie and Julia, I think the movie is called. Have you guys okay. seen it? It's about like this woman called Julie in like New York in modern day and her like adoration for Julia Childs, who's this kind of one of the original American celebrity chefs. She wrote a cookbook bringing like French cooking to American households. Mm. Like back it, in like day. Does anyone remember Rachel Ray? Probably, no. I don't remember. Rachel no. Ray, they, she used to come on TV uh, and she had this cooking show. Um, and there was nothing really special about Rachel Ray. She just got famous for some reason. Um, hold on. No, Rachel Ray? Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I see her on two screens now. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I don't uh, remember Rachel. Worst cooks in America. She had a show called that, right? And then Iron Chef. Yeah, she had just a bunch of cooks. Anyway, it was just like show? it was average. It was like, but for some reason, I used to tune in to just watch cooking shows with Rachel Ray. Like, okay. mm -hmm. Right. Like the, it's the marketing and the like how they set up and things mm -hmm. like that. It's. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, and you know how Kitchen Nightmares give you like oh, this yeah. background music. You know, whenever when anything happens, like you drop a spoon, they're like, dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I feel like from these shows, you actually will be inspired and will cook. Whereas for Kitchen Nightmares, there is no way. Well, I mean, for me, I would not be like, oh yeah, they really messed that dish up. I'll make it at home now. You know. No, but I like, keep thinking I could run a restaurant better than three quarters of these people, you know? Yeah, but I do not think that it's like, of course, it's probably all presented in such a dramatic way. Like a very, this is not related that much, but I'm not sure if you guys remember there is these like cleaning shows when mm -hmm. somebody 
like when a group of guys comes into your house and then they like open the drawers and they're like oh what's that and it was like a kid's nappy in a drawer in the kitchen drawer and like an old version of queer eye <laughs> oh, i don't know what queer eye is that's fine it is like a lifestyle they remake you mm. okay so that was just like, like cleaning and mm -hmm. the girl that got on it was a girl that i used to be in the same arts club with she was way older and she already had a family and she said they do it on purpose that the nappy wasn't there they get it they put it there so that when they shoot it it's like oh this is so bad you know so this is true however if you watch the like first season of kitchen nightmares that wasn't the case and that's like the best you know like kitchen oh, nightmares yeah. uk first season or something that was that was nice okay so it wasn't like dramat dramatized on purpose. It was no. just so bad. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm writing all these things down, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All these recommendations out. What about reading, uh, Veronica? Oof. Do you enjoy? Hey, I do enjoy reading. I haven't, I have like a pile of books I've half started. I could just rattle them off. Um, one really good one. I don't really have like, that much access to like English books here, unless I like order them specially. Um, but I managed to get this book called Homegoing by, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong, I'm sorry, Yagyasi. Um, I think she's a Ghanaian-American, I think, author. Um, and she wrote a book about... Um, how do I explain this without like giving it away? <laughs> it's about two sisters in like Ghana, then like called the Gold Coast back in before colonialism, and they get separated. Um, and one marries a slave trader, and one gets sold into slavery in America. And each chapter is on a different member of their like line. And as they go through kind of the history of Ghana, the history of America. Someone's making a face and I can't tell if it's good or not. No, it's, that's kind of deep, you know, like now I'm it's, intrigued, but mm -hmm. also sort of like heartbroken about all the possibilities. It's, it's heartbreaking and it's like, it's also amazing because each chapter is just on one kind of event in each character's life. And mm. they don't kind of go back and revisit. They don't necessarily wrap up the event, but they like reference it in their descendants' lives. And so you have this overview of this, the like family traveling mm. like through time and these, but also just, they're just like little vignettes in individual characters and how they're affected by history, how they're affected by individual members of their family. It's, what, what was the book called again? It's Let just me... very well written. Homegoing. Homegoing. Yeah. Okay. It's so going it's... on my reading list, like, you know, right now. <laughs> so it's like a deep topic but is the reading quite like accessible would you yeah, say yeah it was yeah i'd say it was accessible i okay. like she writes quite simply yeah i think you, um black authors generally they write in a way that is more accessible just because you know they haven't been given the most access so you, you know what i mean so it kind of like filters in through how they write mm -hmm. And she does the, um, some authors, well, normally if you're writing in your own language, it's okay, but some authors don't do the mix of like slang 
and um, vernacular and mm. other languages so well. Whereas I think she does it really well, even if you mm. don't understand the languages involved or necessarily, I don't know nothing about the history of the Cold Coast. But yeah, you can still kind of understand and still appreciate what they're going through. For sure. And it's always richer when it's simpler, you know? Like, I don't need your sort of Shakespearean big words to make this, you know, interesting. It doesn't, it does the opposite effect. Mm. Actually, on that note, yesterday I was talking to someone and I was saying that there are some words that I just didn't understand when I was reading an, an article. And he <laughs> kindly searched the word up and it was the word indelible. And it said that it peaked in 1800s, that the use of it. And, and it has been declining ever since. And I was like, why is it in this article, you know? Like, was it necessary yeah. to use it? I mean, mm. it, it wasn't so, like, significant to mm. make me not understand it. You know, it mm. wasn't like a key word, like a definition that I needed. But it was just a word that I didn't understand. And mm. then when I found out that it's been declining ever since, then the question is, how did somebody think? to use that word, you know, in 20, mm. 2018. So, in defense uh, of using big and obscure words for like writers at Salman, like there are nuances and like some words do sound nicer. Oh, for sure. Like, if, depends, depends on what you're writing for. For an article, yeah, I agree. Use simple words for greater access, but like I can see why a word that's been technically declining would be in the nuance would be helpful you know mm -hmm. okay Veronica pretty much just told me to stop complaining no, no I'm, just, <laughs> I'm devil's advocate <laughs> challenge types no but okay so if it serves a purpose use it right there's a purpose yeah I don't know what it, yeah. if it served the purpose in this article I'm just saying like well I didn't to me it didn't you know it what it's like serve a purpose if I didn't understand it you know yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's like those songs where they needlessly swear. Sometimes you mm -hmm. have a song where a swear word is like, this is where it needs to be. A lot of times it's like you didn't need to, to swear. You know, like this is just there's no point. <laughs> yep. Yeah. On the topic of needless words, yesterday and tonight, I think, is the Tokyo Jazz Festival is streaming. Um yes. and they do like commentary in between the performances and they just throw in like random English words. Like they're speaking in Japanese and then suddenly they go, humanity is most important in English. And I'm just like, you can say that in Japanese. I, I can say that in Japanese. Like, <laughs> why you throw just... it in with such a thick accent as well, like as in oh. thick British accent. Like they need that sort of, you know, like, humanity you know it's like, it's like bro <laughs> one of the commentators was wearing like okay i don't want to shade him i'm sure he was very proud of his outfit but his he was dressed and he was acting even though he was commentating on a jazz fierce festival in japan in japanese he was dressed and every time he spoke english it sounded like a commentator on the bbc yeah okay it was just it was strange like i don't know maybe some people like like that vibe but I thought it was strange. Yeah. I found it like it was just irritating to me at some point. I'm like, don't do this to my brain, you know, I can't think like this. <laughs> you know what this could be compared to? Well, disagree. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure if you have seen uh, Queen of the South, Salman can tell you. 
they did that so much there will be a, like they tried to introduce some spanish into the like english uh. like sort of the main language of the show was english but they would say half of the sentence in english half of the sentence in spanish so it wasn't like certain dialogues were spanish it was half of the sentence and well for me i was like oh i can understand these two words you know so i was getting excited but other than that i don't see why they do that thing i mean maybe it's the same thing with like me and ponglish like i talk to my sister and my parents uh, mainly my mom half in polish half in english and it's not to be like certain words just i've never used them as much in polish so you know like when you're 10 years old your vocabulary is not as rich as when you were 20. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's 10 year olds that don't speak better English with better vocabulary than me because I'm sure they exist, uh, loads of them. But point being made is that some words I just use in English and I'm used to using those words in English. And even if I speak in Polish, I throw them in, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I can't really be complaining that much about Queen of the South, mm -hmm. but with like Tokyo Jazz Festival, like what happened there? See, I I am all for Japanese. Like I spoke it at in high school, badly, but I spoke it. Um, so I understand if you like when you mix Japanese and English words and like throw it in. But like there is mixing Japanese and English words because it flows better or it, it expresses your thing better. And there's mixing it to be pretentious. Mm. I don't, don't want to call Tokyo Jazz Festival commentators pretentious. Um, but kind of maybe unintentionally came off that way sometimes. Yeah, actually, I, I thought the, um, the the lady commentator was cringing every time he spoke something in like I th BBC. I English. think she was just trying to follow her script. <laughs> I don't know fair. what the guy was doing. Okay. So the guy was trying to like take the show. Oh, the <laughs> guy talks so much. Mm. Yeah, I know his name. I'm trying not to say it. Okay. I don't want to. <laughs> Hashtag no shame. <laughs> In case you listen so, to this podcast. Oh, yeah. Your podcast, everyone listens. <laughs> that was oh! like, that is shit. genuinely oh! meant it to come off as a compliment, and then oh! I laughed, and then just made it, like, nonsense. Ooh. 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 This is some fire. <laughs> I, can't, I can't muster up a comeback, you know? Like, it's done. Wow. <laughs> it's I'm not saying anything, like, I can't say anything, you know? I mean, listen, I made a, the podcast I made has like 12 views on it. So I'm in no position to shade anyone. But you know, the difference, Veronica, is your intention of your podcast was that nobody listens. <laughs> you know? that's, a, that's a great intention, right? You can't fail at that. Salman always says, oh, I never get my hopes up, never get your expectations high. So you just told us to do that, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thanks, Veronica. I'm true. so sorry. Never be invited back in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But moving on then, just so the sort of the pain stops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and any anime recommendations? Ooh, uh, B stars. Okay. You heard of it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once you get over the talking animals, humanoid animals, and the low-key furry vibes. Um, it's the, good. The low-key furry vibes always get me. 
it's a good like, I think it's really interesting and I'm kind of impatient for the next well I haven't finished the first season but I feel like I'm going to get impatient for the next season so I might start reading the manga instead but cool. Beastars is good um tried getting into anime yeah <laughs> with, with with which anime yeah with which um, anime. that's a very important question see I don't want to uh now like completely butcher the animal culture it was this this story it was like a family and there was like a rotation of people that would be the head of the like of the town and it was the time when the girl was meant to be the head of the town and she was badass yeah i know i know i just made the disclaimer i need to ask um my friend because they were trying to get me into it and I watched two episodes and I was like, yeah, we could carry on. But then I sort of went back to just like, you know, mm. to watch. So I did not give it a good go. I need a, like anime that will make me like, wow, I've been missing out. So is Beastars the one that will make me go? <laughs> probably, pr- probably not. Pressure. Yeah, you're probably not. <laughs> don't, don't start with something with furry vibes. I'll give you that. <laughs> It's very deep. It has like very deep social commentary. It's like it Zootopia, does. but like intense, more intense. But furry it goes vibes. Where Zootopia was scared to go. Okay. <laughs> but the furry vibes. Well, in that case, I'm getting the impression that it's not going to be the one that will make me go. I've been. Yeah, I'll t- I'll tell you what, this is. I don't know. I don't know. Like this is the ones that I recommend to most people to start. Right. Um, Steins Gate is. I find it. I found it brilliant. Like I loved it so much. So I recommend that. I don't know. Like this is just me. Is it quite old? No. Yeah, it's quite old. I mean, th- no. Mid two thousands. That is quite old, You're actually. Not- I'm like it's twenty twenty. Yeah. Hang on. is on Netflix, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Think. Uh, don't quote me on that. Might not All right. Wow, I mean, the ratings 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? It is amazing. It is. What? It is brilliant. I've a lot about it. I've never watched it. You've never <laughs> watched it? My goodness. No, you have to watch it. Don't watch the Shines Gate Zero. Like, don't watch that. That's the new stuff. No. Just watch the main season. That's when it ends. What? Okay. Is- wow. What's it? What kind of shows would you consider like really wow shows, Meg? Wait, Wait what? say that again. Sorry. What, what are your wow shows? Yeah. My wow, wow. shows. Mm-hmm. See, a wow that I would be comfortable to recommend. Not many. Not like I, for example, from what I've seen recently, I'm watching Ozark at the moment. Yeah, and that was like, wow, but I am aware that it's like, wow, that sort of fades, you know? Like, as soon as I'm done watching the episode, like, my heart rate is not, like, higher. My blood is not rushing faster. Like, it's, I finish the episode, I can go to bed. I don't have to stay up to finish. But that might be, you know, that might be something that maybe I don't take TV shows as seriously because I respect my sleep a lot now. So, that's good. That's great. Be healthy. 
yeah so before i would like stay up and finish but it's a show that i was always like this is the best thing that happened was luther but then i rewatched mm. it and i was okay. like ah no like my impression four years ago was completely different to my yeah, impression yeah, I now i really enjoyed queen of the south but that wasn't again like wow life-changing i enjoyed mm -hmm. narcos first season but none of that was like i know that i could recommend it to anyone and everyone would be impressed mm -hmm. how about tiger I mean, oh yes <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah okay yeah even if it's going to be watched to annoy you it will achieve a purpose you know it will I feel like it would stir up your emotions a lot, whereas a oh, lot of no. shows are, are just a little bit flat, you know? That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Like, yeah. I've seen Money Heist recently, but again, first season, slow. Then it was like, wow, this is so good. But there's only as many people as can be killed. There's only as many people as can, like, fall in love and then break up and romance anime you know? is for you i'm telling you yeah there's an end like some shows have endless amounts of characters like okay forever yeah so there you go but yeah. that's Hashtag my... one piece <laughs> dude one piece is dope but the anime is not it <laughs> no, i know i know like i would not recommend it to, to anyone starting you know because it's one piece is like an ongoing 950 one... episode anime it's it, the world building and the characters are amazing. But listen, if you went with it from the beginning, you're not getting on now. No. Yes. It's too. It's got too far gone. Yes. It's still oh, going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that's like the um, telenovelas. Like telenovelas. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One piece made me cry one too many times. I, I didn't know these are referred to as one piece. Yeah, there was, I remember there was a Polish one that was like episode thousand, you know, but it was like mm -hmm. your grandma started watching it, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But the action was so slow that it doesn't matter that you stopped watching for six months. You could still come back on because they probably got divorced and got back together, you know? Okay. You can't do that with One Piece. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't. Yes, you can. No, no, no One no. Piece goes real fast. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Believe me. Okay, so maybe we're referring to different ones, but the ones that I'm like, I remember that were just a continuous, mm -hmm. or maybe it wasn't a proper One Piece then, but it was like you could jump. No, no, no. One Piece is the name of the show, not the name of the sort of type of. Oh, One Piece is a name of a show. Yes. It's a, yes. It's a oh. manga series. I yeah. thought you were referring to a style of shows that are just like a thousand no, no, episodes. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm not trying to tell shit about One, one Piece. Apologies. It's fine. It's yeah. It like fans at this point, if you're still on it, you're so dedicated, you can see whatever you want to them. I think they just roll with it. Okay, but you can't jump on it now. I mean, unless you've got a lot of time. I jumped on it when it was in like oh two or three years ago, I started reading it and it I took like two weeks to catch up. And that was two weeks, probably in exam season, me procrastinating exams, not doing anything else. Oh no. Well, but it was worth the procrastination then. It was, it's just a really good, like, world building story, like, continuity, characters, development. I, like, it's great. I think it's no my one favorite manga. Forgotten. Yeah. No? Um, char a character from, like, 30 chapters before can come back 
in a yeah. completely natural way. For sure. And even the smallest characters have like a very well-built background. Right. Okay. All right. On that positive note, we usually end our shows on music recommendations. So you're going to have to recommend a song for us. Um, we're going to do, oh, no. <laughs> we're going to do ours first until you sort of get a few seconds to go through your playlist. Okay. Let me. Do you want to go first, Salman? Sing About It by the Wood Brothers. Sing About It by the Wood Brothers. What's the vibe? Um, sort of country, but there's not too many. It's like just someone, like someone singing and then a strong bass to sort of support you know, his voice. And it's just sort of eases you through it. It's, I, I don't know how to explain it. You have to listen to it. It's very indie. Okay. Okay. So my recommendations, my recommendation is in a matter of speaking by a lady called Nouvelle, I don't want to butcher her surname, but mm -hmm. it's spelled the same as the word bake. Right. But I don't think that's how it's pronounced. And um, a little short background is, it was my last night when I was able to be out when I was in Spain and it was playing in a bar and I asked the guy if he could write the name down. He wasn't too keen uh, because we were, I think we were being annoying, uh, but he did give me the note. And I did find the note later on in my jacket. And I was like, thank God I asked him. So it's like very mellow, like for nice rainy song. weather. Oh, love this. So very much recommend. Very nice song, yeah. And Veronica? <laughs> oh no. Um, okay, can I do one that I appreciate but I wouldn't recommend and one that I would recommend? Okay, that go on. Do? Okay, so one that I appreciate but I wouldn't necessarily recommend because I don't think it's an amazing song, but I just think I like been vibing to it is, um, it's called Stay Home. It, oh, it is, the, it, the, it's on the title. <laughs> um, it was made by Universal Music Singapore, uh, or like it was coordinated by Universal Music Singapore, and it's by this bunch of Singaporean artists. Yeah, Stay Home is just a quarantine vibe that I appreciate okay. as a Singaporean. Um, the song I would recommend is Ma's Joint by John Bellion. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, I mean, his he, all his songs are great. Most all or most of his songs are great. But I think Mars Joint is especially cool. It's like produced by Quincy Jones, I think. Ooh, okay. Michael Jackson's producer is it? Produced for someone else famous, um, and I think it's if I'm remembering this right, it's about like there's just a line that pops out at me, which is like. Um, Something like there was a time when she had to be a mother to her mom, and mm. I think it's that's kind of oh. the vibe. Like it's quite sad, but it's just mm. very beautiful and um, mellow and a good vibe. Mm, yeah, I'll I'll check that out. You guys seem to yeah. have a very similar music vibe. Yeah, I would say yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, to some extent, right? Some extent, yeah. I like rap. And someone likes I, jazz. I, I do not. Yeah, I do not like rap. <laughs> oh, okay. 
that's the sort that's of the, we diverge. the line yeah okay well thank you very much for your time veronica yeah we do a lot mm, to take time out of your day on a sunday especially that's fine <laughs> yeah thank chilling. You. so thank you very much for being enthusiastic <laughs> we will forget the time when you crushed us. But I mean, oh, just yeah. cut it out. Like, don't put it in. I'm so sorry. No. I regret oh, no, everything. It's staying in there. It's it is staying in. <laughs> Never lift this one down. Mm-hmm. Even if the rest is gone, this is the one you're going to, like, it's going Absolutely. to be a one-minute podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great podcast, guys. I love it. But thank <laughs> you for having me on. This was fun.